Look at that. Good idea. Expertly yeah, done. See my ladder? Would you like to see my ladder? Oh. I mean, I, those are handy ladders, so... They're very mm. good ladders, yes. M mostly jealousy. Hey, yes, jealousy. it's probably better, because I don't think any of us have played Death Stranding. So, that ladder, my ladder, which is real, yeah. is probably better than video game ladder number one in Death Stranding. Oh, but don't you get upgrades? Who knows? I don't know. I haven't played it. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. Fair enough. I haven't played Probably. it. Probably. Oh, you've started this. A car. What, in Death Stranding? Or a bike, I don't know. Like a truck or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's like some yeah. kind of people carrier, converted people carrier that you can put boxes in. Something like that. You froze again, Adol. I was going to just launch straight in, but you froze again, so I don't even know if you were talking I or where the, you were. I saw or... him give hey, a am I still up. frozen? Not... Yeah, you're sort of jumping in and out a little bit. You're a bit frozen, you're he, not a bit frozen. He's absolutely fine for me. It's so weird. Alright, I'll try and cut around this. <gasps> Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Adol. Hey! And a returning Lucy! Hi! Hey. Sorry, I missed last week, but you had a even better replacement. So <laughs> <laughs> we did have the excellent Laurel. Yeah. Not a replacement. Yeah, she by any be. means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got bigger and better things to do. Not that we would replace you. Mm. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we're going to open some beers. We're going to talk about some videos. Uh, Lucy. Mm. Before we just begin, just to be able to pick one game, as you missed last week's chat, which kind of revolved around you know the industry moving forward and lots of other bits, one of the questions we asked was, what are we, um, the games we're most anticipating in 2020? Mm -hmm. And I just want a short lit answer from you. Mm, do me tell. anything you've got. Do me tell. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> That'll <Yeah>. do. <laughs> Let's open some beers. Adol. What are you drinking first? Uh, I am drinking from Burt Mill Brewery Beyond the Furs. It's a Citra and Centennial gluten-free pale ale. And yes, I always read nice. that as girlfriend first and then have to pause and say gluten-free. Um, <laughs> a grist of pale wheat and oats gives us a lean wort that, that was hopped in the Whirlpool with Citra and Centennial. Dry hopped with Citra, Centennial, and HBC 431 for bright tangerine and grapefruit aromas with a subtle piney bitterness. It Ooh. is a uh, healthy 4.8%. It's got gorgeous uh, art mm. of what looks like... Oh, yeah, there's a windmill um, smoking, though. I'm not sure why it, the smoke cloud is coming out of the windmill. Huh. But you see I the furs, you see the worm. sky, and the windmill is indeed beyond <laughs> some of the furs. Um, I assume I mean... Ah, oh, fuck me! By furs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it got, my hands got a little shook up on the walk from the bottle shop, apparently. Uh, I'm going to oh, no. lean back and grab a rag. Uh, while I nice. do that, why don't we move to Lucy? What beer uh, are you drinking? 
my beer um, doesn't have the hops, yeast, or malt in it, and it's just water. <laughs> so just water for me this week. <laughs> Are you doing dry unary, whatever it's called? Dry, dry annuary? Um, it wasn't my intention, but I haven't had a drink so far this year, so yeah, let's try it out. Yeah, could do. Why not? Yeah, we'll I, see what happens. We'll see if I yeah. completely disintegrate um, yeah. without a beer. Like my Bender. one of my housemates is doing Dry January, and mm. uh, she ordered a mail ordered a big box of alcohol free drinks, tied her over. I'm like, is that a thing you need to do? <sighs> There's a lot of brew dog in it. Oh, because they now have their uh, alcohol free punk IPA. Oh yes, and then they have this oh, weird okay. raspberry thing. You see, at that they've, point, they've it's got like, a couple of free ones, I think. You know, like I, I drink beer for the flavor, and not a lot of those alcohol-free beers have a lot of flavor. That being said, um, when I was at a beer festival last year, Big Drop um, mm-hmm. actually do alcohol-free beers, and when I was at the festival, it wasn't because. By that point, it had probably like ten pints. By that point, but it, but you genuinely couldn't tell that there was no alcohol in mm. it. It still retained those flavors. So, um, I don't know how widely available Big Drop beers are, but um, I've definitely seen them in the in, in bottles and books. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Seen them, seen them about a little pick, bit. Pick one up and just try it maybe mm. one day because, yeah, they still retain that flavor. So. Maybe mm. in the spirit of dry annuary, we'll mm. do an episode next week, perhaps. Or something. We'll talk about yeah. it. We'll think about we, it. Yeah. we could do alcohol-free beer week. I tried mm. that out. Yeah, maybe have, maybe have a couple <laughs> of actual beers beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so bad <laughs> when you're sword. five pints in and just want to drink a thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll right, see. I am drinking um, a beer from Burning Sky. I haven't had a beer from Burning Sky for ages. And it's called Indecision Time. It's a Simcoe and Sabro Pale Ale, I believe. Is it a pale? Yes, Indecision Time is a modern pale ale. It changes from brew to brew to highlight individual New World hops. And this is Simcoe and Sabro. It's 5.6%. That is all I get. Mm. Water, malted barley, malted wheat, oat, malt, hops and yeast. We're waiting. Waiting for him to see it. Waiting for him to see it. Waiting for Ben to look at the screen. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm not, I haven't been looking at the screen. Have you got the same bit? No, it's no. a different burning sky. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, you've frozen, you frozen uh, for me again. And oh. All I can see is the top of the can that just says burning sky. Yeah, I was <laughs> hiding the, the, I was the, hiding the rest <laughs> so you wouldn't oh, tell. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh. Ooh, interesting. I decided to pick this one up because I haven't seen Burning Sky for a little while. Mm-hmm. I did. I had the exact same thought process. Mm. They've been in hiding. Yeah, I don't know whether they've just been not shipping over to Bristol, mm. or maybe they've had a bit of a, a change, bit of a change of kit, or something like that, and they've just been doing more sort of local runs of different, you know, different stuff because. Um, they were definitely in cans the last time I had yeah, one. I think. Yeah. 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 I think. I don't think this is the jump for them from bowl to can, is it? That's. I don't think so. Um, that's kept them off the shelves a little bit. No. That's fine. 
Adol, we'll come back to you. How is how is the first bit? Did you now, after the dreadful it? opening in pour, uh, you can see it's a little hazy. Sort of just mm. see the shadow of my fingers through it. It's quite light. Um, really light yellow. Yellowier than straw. Somewhere between straw and gold, I'd say. Um, mm. Healthy head. Oh, you can smell that centennial. God, oh, it's a really, really good nose. And you get that pininess as well. Mm-hmm. Little tropical fruit. And some citrus. Very nice. nice. Not a big swigs. Small swig first. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. As <laughs> <laughs> it just hit the spot. Oh yeah, it's um, it's cold enough. Cooled my cooled my mouth, and then I got. Mm. I mean, the centennial comes out really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually. I think the tin said something about more grapefruitiness, but after after the nose, I'm actually feeling a lot of the citrus. Mm. Um. Getting some tropical fruits. Um, uh, the finish is is lightly piney, just a bit, but it's mostly just a gen- general bitterness that's got a really so far long lasting finish. I don't need to go for it. It's a little. It's I would say not wet, not dry in the mouthfeel. It's like, the only thing that makes it feel a little dry is just that it, it has this strong lingering bitterness, and that's yeah. well, it has a lingering b- bitterness that's uh, really quite great. And so nice. I might end up sipping this just because I want to mm-hmm. let that finish. Do its whole thing. Um, cool. Yeah, this is an excellent beer. Nice. nice, very good. Worth the wait of the head going down there. Yeah, I mean, I've taken like three <laughs> sips, and it's still like I just. <laughs> um, Sounds good. I'll ben, yours looks one. like a. It's a little hazier than mine. Was that just a light? Sorry, everyone exploded just a moment ago. <laughs> um, so, um, I think it's just my light. I think my light is... It's um, my light. It's, <laughs> it's now it's not, a, it's not a clear one. It's not a clear bulb. It's um, one of those ones with a, uh, like a pearlescent yeah. one. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, I think it's just... It's, it's changing from what you see. You're seeing something that's very, very sort of yellowy. Mm-hmm. Color. Yeah. And actually, it's a little more orange mm-hmm. than that. Okay. Um, but it is kind of... Um, it's pretty hazy. You can't see much sort of behind it, really. Uh, much through it, it's had a, a little head which has dissipated quite a lot. It's not sort of sticking around, but it laces quite nicely on the glass. Mm. In the nose, it's very very light nose, but you do get I think the sabro kicking in a little bit more um, than the Simcoe, getting in a little bit of that coconutty, stone fruity flavour coming up through the nose. But again, it's very very light. In the taste, it matches matches that nose really well. And oh, good! It kind of comes straight in with with all of the flavour. So you're getting a little bit of stone fruits. You're getting um, a little bit of kind of coconut in there. And the coconut builds as the flavour goes on. So you're getting a little bit more sweetness as that flavour builds, and then suddenly this very light bitterness kicks in. Just to sort of, as, as this sweetness is sort of sweeping up, this bit and it kicks in just to level everything back out again, mm. quite nicely. So you're you ha- you have this nice, pleasant sort of um, first sip, a little bit of lift from the sweetness, and then it levels out quite nicely with this relatively weak uh, bitterness 
I, I say weak, it's not sort of like blowing my, my head off with bitterness or anything like that, but it is... Um, how to describe it? It is quite a, a harsh bitterness. Right. So, um, you... Well, I say you, you know when, but only some people will know when. You know when you haven't had a cigarette for ages and you have a big token, it just gives you that slight harsh burn... You know, and then you get used to it after a couple. This has just that, you know, that slight harshness to it that maybe my palate isn't used to mm. that little lift of bitterness. Mm. And I don't know whether it's me thinking, oh, I haven't had something this bitter for a little while. So actually I'm thinking that it's maybe a little bit harsher than it is. Mm. Or whether the beer actually does have just that little bit of sort of uh, almost, uh, almost sort of smokiness to its okay. bitterness yeah. in there, which mm. just gives it that slight... You know, you can feel it in your throat rather than kind of in your in your mouth with that that harshness on the bitterness. But it works very well. Okay. And lifting up from that those those fruit notes, that, that coconut and that sweetness, that bitterness, leveling everything out, and just just bringing it back, does work very well. So it's it's very very easy. Yeah. So despite it being a harsh bitterness, as you say, it is balanced well, and it sort of complements it rather than contrasts it completely. Yeah, okay. absolutely, mm. absolutely. It does, it does. It makes that that flavour curve work really well. That's good. Um, and I, I think it's because it's a, a little harsher. I'm maybe not quite reaching as much mm. to kind of replenish myself. It's actually, it just sort of sits there quite nicely. I don't need to. I don't need to get rid of that harshness. It's not like super, super bad, super, super bitter. It's just a very light smoky bitterness to it yeah. so yeah I don't need to replenish um, I'll be going back because I'm enjoying that flavour curve kind of as it progresses through so excellent mm. Mm. absolutely it's good makes me want a beer <laughs> well nah maybe tomorrow <laughs> nah I'm fine nah, <laughs> maybe the first of February whenever yeah whenever. but we might find some beers starts, if we do that's a good shout ooh mm-hmm. And a beer. If we do have a alcohol-free beer, I wouldn't episode. recommend it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when was the last time either of you had an alcohol-free beer? Ages ago. Because uh, I mean, well, I've never drank a whole I'd, one. I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever drank a whole one. I've had a nanny state. Yeah, that was disgusting. Um, I had um, uh, my housemate. She cracked up in one of the. Brew dog raspberry things, and she's like, mm. "I hate these. Do you want it?" I was like, "I mean, I was gonna get, a, I was gonna get some water, so I guess I'll have whatever the fuck this is." No, just I mean, because it was a raspberry thing, yeah. and, well. and it wasn't actual beer. Like, I was just like, "Well, this, this, this is just like a pop." Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but mm. I, uh, I, I've, I've heard from multiple people that the the Brew Dog uh, Punk IPA AF, which I will read as as fuck. Which is ironic. Uh, which uh, is that not what it's sta- oh, oh, yeah. It would stand right? for alcohol free, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Punk sense. IPA AF. Uh, <laughs> apparently, people who have done this before for various reasons um, like it. Okay. So I would be willing to try it. I'd try it, but I wouldn't. Sub- I'd just rather not have anything. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I, I've only drank water and green tea for the last two weeks because that's all I drink. If, if it's not beer, it's water. So 
no coffee. I'm happy. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. I don't really drink tea. I started drinking green tea. But that's it. You should try white tea. It's even more light and nuanced than green tea. Anyway, that's... (laughs) We're we're not potted up. Let's move into games. Oh, what's that? What's that? A hot chocolate? No. No, it's not. Tea bag? Uh, Chai tea. Chai tea, Mm. good. Otherwise known as tea tea. Video games. Yeah, tea tea. It's like non bread. Yeah, it's just non. Non non (laughs) means bread. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. I have a glass of tea tea along with my meal (laughs) with with a side of bread bread. bread. (laughs) Colonialism is ground. Um, So, Lucy, Mm. let's start off with you this week. Uh, I played a game. I've been playing several mm. games, actually. It turns out when you're not at work, um, you get time to play games and enjoy yourself. Um, nice. Do you? <laughs> yeah, well, you'll find out soon enough, Adil. Yeah. You'll, you'll get back into the <laughs> swing of things, and then you'll just play You'll play everything. No, I'll, probably, yeah, I'll, you- I'll, I'll just play Hexcells Infinite. I'll just finish a puzzle, hit random. This is a puzzle, hit random. Finish a puzzle, hit random. But yeah, I've just uh, after the shackles of 2019 came off, and after me playing games that I wasn't necessarily enjoying, just to try and get through them. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm just I've just been clearing some things from the backlog, like uh, After Party, Neo Cab. Uh, Eliza, that's pretty good. But um, oh, how's Eliza? It's all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Turns out when you're not reading all day on a computer screen for work, you you actually like visual novels and you start playing more of those. But yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's good. Um, I really enjoyed Neo Cab and Mm. It was pretty good. Played Mini Motorways finally. That was all right. Yeah, really good. Um, my friend Pedro as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, did you finish it? Yeah, I I I picked I bought it on Switch, but I was the Switch is so tiny. It's not the ideal platform to play it on, seeing as your your hands are doing weird button combinations and everything. Mm. So, um, did you consider was, docking it? No. This was before my docking days uh, last year. Um, and I played it on Game Pass, which just much better for the Xbox controller. I just finished it in one sitting. It's, it's fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Nice. So not that long, then. Four, three hours? Okay. Like that, so. okay. Um, but the game I want to go in more depth about today is a game that is coming out... Well, or came out on Thursday um, we're recording this uh, before the embargo is lifted but it'll be it'll be gone by the time you're hearing this Yes. Um, it is called Super Crush KO and I had not heard of this game prior to a few weeks ago um, no, neither have I yeah, but it is made by the same people Vertex Pop who made Graceful Explosion Machine, who early yeah. Switch adopters would probably be uh, knowledgeable of, because, you know, in the dark days of the Switch launch, there wasn't much to play, other than, like, Zelda and um, Super Bomb Man R. 
<laughs> so uh, forgot that existed. Yeah, mm, but um, yeah, it, it, graceful explosion machine is um like a bullet hell, two uh, D bullet hell game where side scroller rather than vertical, um, where you're this little tiny ship and all these you know enemies with missiles and projectiles are coming at you and you have to clear the screen. Um, this is. You can see a lot of the DNA of that in uh, Super Crush KO because same, it's a 2D side scroller except it's more of a you're playing as an actual human being, um, so it's sort of like a 2D. Mm, oh, I wouldn't say beat 'em up. You, you're shoot. Well, yeah, it's a beat 'em up. It's like a 2D. Uh, it's sort of like Streets of Rage except it's not oh, exactly yeah. on so like, like a. a- up and down, you're not moving up and down up. on the plane. Yeah, you you just going from side to side, and um, but yeah, you are just transitioning between one screen and you know a whole load of enemies flood onto the screen. Um, clear those out and then move on to transition onto the next um, screen. So it's kind of like that, and it is. And it still retains those bullet hell sensibilities where it is like it's a lot of these uh, enemies do have projectiles. They have their certain um, moves and attacks that you can't interrupt or um, you have to dodge out of the way of um, just like Graceful Explosion Machine which I'm just going to call Gem because it's much quicker um, yep. just like Gem uh, by Bath Ales <laughs> yeah you're given a, a, like it just opens up and you're given all of the tool the tool set within like the first within like almost the tutorial level and like maybe one or two levels after that in total there's about 20 levels so like right mm. off the bat you're, you're given like all your all your attacks you can you can dodge you can um as soon as you you know have enough combos and stuff like that you can uh fill up this super meter and you can just do this really powerful laser beam out of your gun um you can it's sort of like guacamelee's uh combat system where you can do all these combos and you can launch and then juggle all these enemies in the air if you you know launch one en- enemy into another and get them into like a cluster you can just you know attack all those enemies and just you know just wail on them and just knock them all out in you know the same combo and it's it's very much score based in the sense that you're playing these levels really to get like an S rank. Um, rank high. Yeah, you you see the combo going up and you see the ranks going up and stuff like that, mm. and that gives a lot of the replayability. So a lot of the levels I'd get, you know, A's on, but it's like I, I want to go for that S rank on on every right. level because that's what I pretty much did for Gem as well. And it's like, hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna S rank all these levels, and this game I'd, I'd say it's even funner than Gem because it. It's, I mean, I like bullet hell shooters, but it's like maybe I like uh, brawlers a bit more. And it's like it's mm. it's got that really fluid and fast and responsive, um, you know, fighting style that Guacamelee has, and yeah, that's right, excellent. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 really fun. I finished it over the course of well, two sessions really, because it is that addictive, and it's like. Oh, just one more go. Oh, just one more level. Mm. I want to get the S rank on this. I want to just move on to the next screen. It's like it's very hard to put down. And it's, 
I think it's their best game that they've made. I think they've only made like three games, so, and I think it's the best of the bunch. So, yeah, it's really good. And on Switch, I played it on Switch. I think it's coming to Steam as well. Um, I think those are the only two platforms so far. Um, but on Switch, it, it runs like a dream. It's crazy because there's so much going on, and it's like mm. everything's just you, you're moving so quickly and you're doing these combos so at such a fast pace yet the system still just keeps up it, it mm. runs like a dream i didn't have any hitching no slowing in the frame rate nothing so and it looks That's great really good. yeah the only negative i'd say about it probably is that some of the environments just seem a bit recycled it seems like okay. the same backgrounds um on almost every 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 single level and it's like I'd care more if it was like I'm not just paying more attention to the foreground and the action. Um, mm. So it's not. It's, a, it's it's just a little nitpick. It's not really. It's yeah. not a game breaker or anything like that. So yeah. Other than that, it's really, 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 really fun. Really good. Really vibrant, colourful. Um, it's just gameplay heavy, and it's like yes, this is what I want. There's a little bit mm. of a story told through like comic book like style panels and stuff like that about this girl and her cat. I mean, any game with a cat is always <laughs> better, but it's like, mm, you know, it's just this throwaway story. It's it's nice. It's a nice wrapper on everything, but the focus really is the gameplay, and it just feels really good. Speaking of um, sort of like fluid. Fluid combat and a girl mm -hmm. and a cat. Mm -hmm. Is it sort of um, give you any sort of feelings of something like Gravity Rush, or mm. something like that? You know, obviously mm -hmm. that's very different because it's in like a three D space. Um, um. You know, cameras sort of from behind and stuff. But that Gravity Rush always came over as sort of you know like a very fast paced, um, very fluid mm. kind of not bullet hell game. It's much more of a um, I don't know what you call it, just an action game, I yeah. suppose. Um, which use like can, the 3D space really yeah. well. From what I can remember, kind of, like I, mm. I've never played Gravity Rush, so I'm just trying to, you know, reach into the deep crevices of my mind to remember <laughs> what what the gameplay actually is. But um, yeah, yeah, you could say it's like a like a 2D. I mean, like is it, what do they call them? Like character action game, like Devil May Cry yeah. or Bayonetta or something like that. Where you are mm. juggling enemies, like getting those combos and stuff like that. So yeah, if Gravity Rush is anything like those, then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, you could say it's like Gravity Rush. I really liked Gravity nice. Rush. Mm. I don't think I ever mm. finished it on the Vita, though. Rest in peace. Never to return. You could have played. They did the. I, I think I played it on PS. The sequel. No. They redid it for PS4. Oh, yeah, oh, really? right. PS4. yeah like, like a year later, like, like six months later. So. Yeah, yeah, and I played that, but I didn't play the sequel. Mm. Um, and I don't think many other people did. <laughs> it came and went, didn't it? Well, I mean, yeah. from what I recall, it was an interesting-ish world, but I definitely was, despite it being sort of, you know, JRPG-style world building, which, you know, is usually my jam, I didn't, I really just stayed mm -hmm. for the puzzling about yeah so it's like if I didn't manage to finish the first one I'm not about to like go seek out the second one based on just mm. you know more story that I don't know mm -hmm. yeah that's fair that's fair um, 
so with with Super Crush KO following on, um, you know, you can see the DNA of of Gem in there. Um, can you where can you see this developer kind of going next? Do you think that they'll mm. try and stick to this style of game? Because mm. you know we've seen. Um, developers people like Housemark and stuff have now moved away from uh, this yeah. kind of oh, yeah, arcade style oh, um, you know bullet hell kind of games because they just kind of weren't selling yeah. do you think that, that, that these guys are able to you know do something different they can they can stick to this kind of genre and just mix it up enough mm. oh. or do you see this kind of being the extent of those kinds of you know they, they've hit the limit of this style of um, game or in this genre, and then move on to something else. Maybe it, it could go either way. I think it depends depends on how much traction it gets on Switch, and if people start talking about this game, in you know, and praising it because they should because it's really good. Mm. If it gets enough eyes on it and they sell well enough, like if this becomes like not exactly a goose game because nothing's gonna you, yeah. you know come close to that. But if this does well and it you know it charts in the uh, um, in the top ten and switch for maybe a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, because I'm sure Jem mm. probably did pretty well because that was a game also that I hadn't heard of prior um, to its release and and it wasn't just because there was nothing back <laughs> back on the uh, eShop back in those mm. days, which is crazy to think considering the amount of crappy shovelware that comes yeah. on it on a daily <laughs> basis now. Um, stuck with it just because it was really fun and I I can't imagine somebody would pick that up and like be like yeah not for me it's it's mm. they're I, really fun gameplay forward games and I think maybe if they do well enough um and this gets enough attention on it maybe they will just continue in this vein or it'll give them the creative freedom to make something else but I'd be happy to see them do something maybe I don't know I'm not a game developer and not even that creative so it's like I can't even see what the next step you know beyond this would be in terms of carrying on that lineage and carrying on that uh, kind of uh, tenants in gameplay so I have no idea I hope it does well and I hope they can keep making games like this or if not make something make make a battle royale like Housemark (laughs) I um I can't believe I didn't recognize the title. I, I did a quick search because I'm like, "What is this game?" And mm. uh, it came up in one of my gaming groups like months and months ago. Oh, and okay. it looks like I, I remember the trailer now. It looks like really fun. So I'm glad to hear that the actual finished product is solid. Yeah, massively. It's a complete package. So yeah, it, it's one yeah. of those like vaguely on my list, but I, you know, it seems interesting. I'll, I'm sure I'll hear about it, and I just did. Yeah. So. Yay! Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. So, having um, having you know tied up all of your other games, all of your other backlog, and then moving on to um, you know games that are releasing this year. I know that last year you played a lot more of previously released games than games that had been released last year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think we've got <laughs> a lot of games coming out this year, year again? Do you think it's going to be the same this yeah. year? Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, to be honest, there's, there's not a lot in these first couple of months that I'm actually interested in. There's still, a f- mm. you know, there's still quite a few, but um, 
I think it's it'll give me a lot of time to play those smaller games that I missed out on. Um, yeah. Which is all I can be bothered with, you know? It's like, I really want to play Plague Tale and then I'll look at how long to beat, which is, I should never go to that site, because if it says anything more than four <laughs> hours, I'm just like, no. <laughs> I just, yeah, I have the you're same. Not, you're not playing Plague Tale. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, I'm going to get to it. I, I'm going to get to it. Um, it's just doing that. <laughs> it's so mm. easier to be like, oh, this will only take me two hours. Like, I played the Goosebumps game that I had from, like, I didn't know 2015. There, was a game. there is. <laughs> and it's a, um, oh. like, a point-and-click adventure. It's like, you know, if you'd go to, like, a public library and just, you know, it's like, oh, this is the um, after the Aardvark game. Um, let's play this right, weird... Yeah, like the, uh, the, the random, like shareware type shit that they have installed on their computers <laughs> yeah. for random kids to play. Yeah. Um, let's play the Goosebumps the game, which was apparently based on the movie, which has nothing to do with the movie. Not that I've seen the movie, but I know it. Jack Black was he in that? Well it's not I in didn't he's know not in this. the Goosebumps movie. There was no, like no, five no. years ago I think. I don't know. But anyway, um I, I just mean, wanted it has a point a nine and click out of ten adventure. on Steam. Well the Steam love their point and click adventure game. <laughs> They will give 9 out of 10 for anything. What? As long oh, as there's an inventory, they'll give it a 9 out of 10. Mm. <laughs> on Steam. But yeah, it was two and a half hours and I enjoyed myself. Um, I, what I didn't expect was that it was actually made by WayForward. So I was like, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's real random. I was like, yeah. That's, Pedigree that developer. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'll probably go back to older games uh, this year <laughs> to answer your question. Um, that's my plan. Yeah, fair enough, fair mm-hmm. enough. And, you know, you've got a, probably a, a huge backlog, but also oh, with all of these subscription services, oh, Game God. Pass, yeah. and all of this sort of stuff, churning out kind of older games anyway, you know, it's it's not like you would ever need to really purchase a new game ever again. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right. From now to the day I die, I probably still wouldn't get through the backlog that I have. If I played a game well, every don't even day, get me started. yeah, Adil, you'd need to be Methuselah and live nine hundred and eighty years the, or something. What you call it? <laughs> the singularity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you have all the time. You could just you could play everything all at once, all at the same time, and you'd be fine. Experience everything in one just one hit. Yeah. Fry Can you imagine like just having the entirety of an of a, uh, the experience of a game all at once? I'd love to do that now and then. I'd love just to like because like, I I really want to play Bioshock. It's something that I've regretted not playing for a long time, mm. and I wish I could just plug plug a you know a cable into my brain and just download everything and just be like, oh, that was that game, that was that experience. Still have the experience of playing the game rather yeah. than just watching or it, all of the clips yeah, on YouTube yeah. or something like that, or even just knowing mm. the story and everything like that. Um, because I don't actually want to play that game. <laughs> you know, I, Bioshock Infinite is the only one I've played out of that series, and it was like, mm, yeah. Well, the game I, not I, I have funny. an incredibly esoteric segue oh. into one of my small topics. Okay. Ah, so, um, do you know um, why WayForward Technologies is called that? Uh, it is None. a... Um, reference to the name of the fictional technology software development firm 
in um, the uh, in Douglas Adams. Um, holy shit! Dark Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Right. Uh, so okay. the guy who dies at the beginning of that film that is sort of the, the thing that has to be solved is Gordon Way. He called it WayForward Technologies. They named this after them. Uh, they're after this. Um, but what's interesting is um, another Douglas Adams property was um, is associated with computer game companies, namely the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Infocom game. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting about the Infocom games is they, like, we're talking about, like, all the Zork games, the Hitchhiker's mm-hmm. Guide text game, uh, f- they've all been, like, retrofitted to other technologies, um, but the initial programming language was ZIL, Zork Interactive Language, mm-hmm. and that's been, the source code to all these Infocom games has been lost to the annals of history. People have just used working copies to figure out how to code their own version so like mm. what are the keywords on like look around you know get all the text mm. out of these things and then code them themselves but uh, there's a, a software historian uh, uploaded uh, on github the mm-hmm. original zork source code and the like all, and a bunch of other info games including hitchhiker's guide um, oh, okay. and that happened this week and people like like no one knew that there was any like they thought the source code of these games wasn't there. Yeah. And this mm. guy just found it and it's like, I'll just post it up into the cloud. <laughs> yeah. uh, and now like people get to see how cuz cuz this is back in the super cowboy days where like you don't have a game engine you buy off the shelf. There aren't like standard things you put into an engine. This was just like we're going to make up our own language and then code our yeah. games into that and that's how they're they managed to get such flexibility off of text like looking around moving left right like no matter where you were you had a response for a certain subset of like english commands um and so i just thought it was really cool but also Mm. like it's i just think it's worth um acknowledging the value of people like actually preserving things down to the source code level yeah especially because obviously og infocom's gone that's so crazy. It's not like you have to worry about copyright <laughs> stuff. Put just randomly, yeah, just upload it. It's like that. Like a few years ago, when it was like that person had, you know, the the Nintendo, um, Sony, you know, console. Like the console yeah. yeah, yeah, the prototype. And they're right. just like, yeah, my uncle had this. Here you go, here's pictures, and it's like my uncle from Nintendo. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, hello, where have you been? <laughs> that's God knows how many. Even if you're not, you know, know nothing about games, surely <laughs> you're like, oh, look at this. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it's there crazy be, how these things just. There must be loads of people out. who are sort of sat on like little treasure troves. Mm. You know, they've they've got a a copy of something that just no one else has anymore, yeah. or you know, they've put a box in the loft like a little one of those what were they engage mobile phone gaming thing <laughs> it, it was like just called like the engage which, mm. which people just they were just came and went yeah. and you know uh, ouya someone will probably still have an ouya yeah i think a somewhere. lot of people have an engage a new year at this point give it 30 <laughs> years then maybe nobody but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah but i mean I, some of the, I mean, those important. things are like based on like they're just interesting hardware platform stuff that have mm. basically the same innards as all the other yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, but still worth preserving. And I know there are people who like 
have their own personal library of and collections of bizarre technology. Mm. Um, and I think it's important. Like at some it point, is, like, yeah. we yeah. sort of easily lose track of these things because everything's just sort of in the cloud and streaming and downloadable and blah blah blah. And you're like, well, yeah. but you know, when Valve eventually fucks something up and Steam goes away, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's, I just lose all my it's, shit. It's heartbreaking. Like, yeah. I've been recently looking for like articles that I've written like ages ago for this website. And it's like they're just not there anymore. And it's like, oh, mm. well, that's a shame. But maybe I should just take a yeah. screenshot of anything. But it's like, when will those screenshots be obsolete? And we'll um, have to. Have you tried using the Wayback Machine? I will now. But. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, you just hear these stories like oh, this developer like completely lost the source code of like this Everything. big game, and yeah, or like um, like some of the Lucas Arts games, like um, mm. when Double Fine were like remastering Day of the Tentacle and um, Grim Fandango, and you have to hear about the 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 hoops like that they had to go through. Yeah, not just through like. Uh, video game preservation in terms of like the physical data and stuff like that but just all these you know stupid ethereal clauses with like Disney and stuff like that and it's like it's just (laughs) yeah it's it's, when you think about it more you you do root for the people who are like preserving these things like Mm. I can't remember the name of that uh, initiative those it's like a couple of people over in America who are like just cataloging everything. Video game history oh, preservation. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I can't remember their name, mm. exact name, but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like someone like like Mike 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 Micah and uh, yeah. people like that mm. who are like just big into getting as much as they can, preserving yeah. everything, and being able to sort of share it with everybody as well. Yeah. Like you say, Adam, it's it's maybe not so much just about the preservation; it's about putting it out there for everybody as well um, and sharing it so actually it's not just sat on Someone's my porch. computer mm-hmm. it's 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 spread around you know if, if if I've got one copy of something on my computer and that explodes it's gone yeah yeah so it's better to be out there for for other people to enjoy mm-hmm. um, but also for other people to preserve and, and, well, and also and learn from. to just live on yeah Mm. Um, I mean, so th- another thing that happened was Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner game got. Yeah. I don't actually remember. Was it what on GOG? Was. Yeah, yeah, it came out on GOG, didn't it? Like yeah, and there was, that was like a years long effort of people trying to figure out how to back engineer and a bunch of things. Um, and I can't remember what the big breakthrough was. Um, I don't know. No idea, but it looks cool. I mean, it was by Westwood Studios, right? The guys mm. who did Red Alert. <laughs> yeah. Man of Conquer. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. that I would have played back in the day, back in yeah, 1997. Well, it's yeah. one of those, again, um, you know, I've just got, and I know, I think you, you have this at all, the Nathan Drake collection is free on PlayStation Plus. Is it? Yes. Let me just... I, I am listening. <laughs> I'm really bad um, at remembering that I got Plus for a year for super cheap. Yeah. So I've missed months of like, Adil, this game is free. You wanted to play it. And it's like, oh, cool, cool. What? Oh, now it's some other shitty game. Great. Yeah, yeah. Same it, thing with Epic. One that I'm, um, I'm currently um, just messing around in Sniper Elite 4. 
because it was the free game last month or the month before mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, and I've 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 put the um, Nathan Drake collection in my library, mm-hmm. but I have absolutely no intention of going back. Oh, good. And good. replaying those games, like I loved and tried mm-hmm. two. I, I enjoyed the first game, I so. I, but I loved two and three. I thought they were they were great games, um, but I just know how janky they are. And if I want an Uncharted experience, I'd probably go and play Four or Lost Legacy rather than jumping back to those games. Well, you've already had that experience, right? I thought I have. Had I that thought they all yes. held up, apart from the first one. I thought Did two they... and three held up pretty well, you know. Yeah. But uh, hey, I haven't played them in yeah. six years. Either, so. Yeah, <laughs> it just made me think <laughs> about you know these older games, you know Blade Runner and things like that. And there is absolutely a market for these games, and there are people who want to play older yeah. games. They want to relive those experiences, or just go back and experience them for the first time and see kind of how games have progressed through mm. the years yeah. I am not one of those people let me play Lego Rock Raiders <laughs> 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 no but I I, I understand because it's like you have to really have a, that desire to go back you know and force yourself to get around mm. some of these janky controls and just like quality of life improvements that we've seen over the last 20, 30 years so I completely get it, but yeah. um, you could just go back and play Mario Three, which is uh, still a masterpiece. <laughs> I did that the other day. Oh fuck! I might, I might do that after we. I forgot that I have that on my Switch. Switch Online, yeah. Just I was just like, you know, I, I was watching an AGDQ. They did a did a race. You know, yeah, I, I saw was just that. Like, you know what? I didn't see that. I saw they did a race. I yeah. didn't actually see the, it's like, the win. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna play some Mario Three, and it's the best game I've played this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Duncan. Number one spot already. Straight up there. Right, should we crack another beer? Sure. Do it. Adol, what have you got? Uh, I've a got Burning it. Sky beer. Burning Sky. This is where you, you double bluff me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, here was, I was just holding a can out. Uh, no, the, <laughs> yeah. the Burning Sky Robust Porter. You've been um, into your porters mm. lately, haven't you? Nah, it's cold out and shite yeah. out. Yeah. True. True. Um, Robust Porter uses the finest Maris Otter barley and a complex range of roast and crystal malts. Hopped with spicy Sussex-grown target hops, this rich and satisfying beer is sure to fortify you. It is a healthy 5.8% ABV. Um, and it... Well, I it, mean, it, it's, it's kind of odd because the, the art kind of feels very hop pickers. It's very, very similar. Yeah, they clearly have a new gra- a, a graphic designer yeah. or artist who's the mm, same. Yeah. But like yours is like emo punk hipster kids at a yes. party, and mine What's is a rhinestone. like kind of like immigrants picking hops. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Are they immigrants? <laughs> just like, 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 what is this? Um. <laughs> They're it's not immigrants. Fine, right? it's, it's, it's just it's. Uh, it doesn't match the name um, Robust Porter for any. Re- oh, they're porter porters of hops, I guess. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Or I don't know. Um, Maybe the Sam, <laughs> all drawn by Hideo Kojima. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see what his fan art looks like. I really don't. Yeah. Oh, I still want to play Death Stranding. I really do. 
It'll be on oh, plus for, for like in the memes and lols, or because you think it's Ooh. a good game. Apparently, nobody's helping them each other out in that game anymore. Apparently, I think you're probably better off waiting till it's on plus when people are, are actually. You get a nice new influx. Yeah, of people I mean, that, that was my big problem. Everybody. Or on as PC. soon as I understood that that yeah. the shit you build to help each other out degrades, it's like, well, this is a persistent world with a set plot. I don't know if the central conceit of stranding stranding games is smart. Because, <laughs> mm. like, I the first time I, I played Journey mm. was real random, which is like, fuck it, I need to play this game. And so there was no one. There was just no one playing. I didn't get the perfect Journey experience. But then when it came out on PS Plus and PS4, I didn't finish the game, but I, like, played a bit of it. And I was like, oh, I get what everyone was telling me about back when this was yeah. new. Cool, I get yeah. it, I get it, I get it. And this is like, well, three months later, you've either given up on this game and are never coming back, or you played the shit out of it and are done. And so, and mm. given that the rain destroys the world, it's like, cool, so I'll just yeah. not... I'll play the Strand game with none of the Strand elements and just I'll play the <sighs> fucking Resident Evil 2 backpack Tetrising game. In three dimensions. Um, did you mm. just compare Death Stranding to Resident Evil? <laughs> no, I, I said that one of the problems with RE2 Inventory. is the, is the Manage. backpack management. Yeah, but you and then know, they made an entire nice game out of that case. problem. Oh, that was four. That was a four? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I get them all confused. Yeah, they're all if you the played same, one really. zombie game, you've played <laughs> yeah. them all, right? They're all the same. <laughs> they've all got the same stupid story. Something about the T-virus. Yeah. Anyway. Isn't it changed now? Isn't it like the, no, the you, Z virus you know by cares, now? Isn't it? No, no, it's the T virus, which Lucy's going to get because that's all she's drinking. <laughs> so I'm drinking a collaboration beer from North Brewing Company Ooh. and Bibliotech. <gasps> it is a West Coast Dipper? double IPA. Oh, Dipper. I want this. Eight point five percent. It has got barley. The hops are Chinook, Mosaic, and Citra. It has Dextrose Monohydrate in it. Mm-hmm. And yeast. That's I don't know what Dextrose Monohydrate is. Sounds like a sugar. Yeah. That's well, been I've hydrated never seen on any other. That's five points to Lucy. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just a guess. I, 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 I really I like, like the that, look of that can. Um, yeah. That can art. It's nice. Mm. I want that. I'm just trying to grab it through the screen yeah. right now because it look. I love just, the bibliotech. They're really good. Casper. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, same. Uh, you know, I've had a beer from North not that long ago, but I haven't had a beer from Bibliotech for a long, mm. long time. Yeah. Uh, so yes, um, a, a week for me of, of returning to. Returning to Brewers. That so, has been a while. It has been, yes. How is your beer? Mine? Um, oh, God, that smell. Mm. That is that is proper roasted coffee notes. It's, it's not too in your face. It's just like, oh, this is it's doing this. It's doing it well. It's not super pungent, but it, as soon as you inhale, you're like, hmm. Also... Almost a slight sweetness on the nose, which I wasn't expecting. Which helps balance yeah. the like 
roastedy malty ness. Mm. I know words. I just choose not to use them well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I still have that. So the, the, the last beer, the Beyond the Furs, is such a long finish. I can still kind of taste it. Mm. Is it just, just sitting with you a little bit too long? A little bit. If only because I am immediately moving to an enti- entirely different beer and having to give notes on it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say it was too long in any other context. Mm-hmm. It's actually a wetter beer than I was expecting. It's, um, head subside- was slightly bigger, but subsided quite a bit. Quite a bit of lacing. Uh, obviously dark as all hell. Sorry, dark as alcohol-free? Dark as alcohol- Oh, God, I, I want to say the as. I can't make the stupid <laughs> AF joke. Uh, <laughs> dark alcohol-free. That's the one I'm supposed to say. Anyway, it's dark as fuck. Um, we got there in the end boy, and it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it like on the third try but by the fifth boy ooh, ooh. Um, it kind of tastes like it smells it's kind of very coffee very roasted um, it's actually the maltiness is there right away, and then it kind of it just it the whole taste kind of fades quickly, leaving you with a slightly bitter, um, but like yeah, malty aftertaste. It's actually I thought it might ling, so I can't tell because of maybe I'll change my mind. But I, I feel like the the finish is kind of more bland than the rest. It does mm-hmm. linger, but it's just sort of like you had a porter. Um, there is a bit of a kick that I can't quite tell what it is right sort of after the main taste comes. There's just something that kicks in or I notice after the main hit of the uh, of the super roasted malty flavor uh, subsides that's really interesting and it reinvigorates the taste. And then you go to this slightly weaker finish, um, mm-hmm. at least the way my, my taste buds are dealing with now. And I can't quite tell what that is. It's just like a... Yeah, it's like a kick of something that just sort of Licorice turns the corner. Or... No, it's not like anise or anything. Mm. Like, I can't... I'll have to think about it. It might just okay. be that the transition's really stark for some mm-hmm. reason. Like, mm. one of the main t- tastes just disappears, so one of the f- other tastes comes forward. But I feel like something else going on. Um, it's mm. really tasty. Um, this is the beer I wanted at, like, three when it was fucking pouring rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I just want to acknowledge the world, but with beer. Um, yeah, I want to do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> every morning at nine o'clock, <laughs> all the way through to just pull uh, the blind over. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> um, again, it's five point eight percent. It that lends itself. I've talked at length in the past few weeks. It gives it that staying power throughout the taste curve mm-hmm. that I want. There mm-hmm. is a slight sweetness that comes along with it that I think helps with uh, everything else that's going on. Um, I'm actually really surprised that it's not more velvety. Like, the mouthfeel is quite wet. Hmm. If I didn't look at it and if it wasn't the taste going on, I'd be like, oh, this is like a pale ale. Like, it's really not thick in a way that I kind of expected from a porter that's 5.8%. Not a problem, Hmm. just was a thing that's unexpected. Is it, it like, watery or is it... Not quite watery. To me, watery is, like, kind of watered down. And Hmm. this is just, like, like I said, it's like a... It could be a reasonable percentage pale ale... In, in just the hmm. mouthfeel uh, wetness. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it doesn't have uh, that velvety... Yeah. It doesn't cling. 
Yeah. So my tongue in the way that a lot of you know reporters do, or yeah. uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it was unexpected. It just yeah. feels kind of wetter than I would have expected. No, it was just that in combination of like oh, you said that the taste kind of dissipates at the end. Um, just wondering if it felt like a bit watery. Or oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. In that yeah. in that way, yeah. And and again, um, this is the feeling I would expect from something like I had last week, which was a low percentage. Mm. Um, porter, because you just think, oh yeah, I just can't hold on to it. So mm. the fact that it's five point eight, which is reasonable, right? Mm. Like, and it still does that. But again, the the maltiness, so the roasted fades away. The malts are still there and okay. they linger. I've got yeah. a nice bitter and malt longer finish going on. It's just the main taste sort of just happened to disappear really quickly. Mm-hmm. But it definitely has that staying power that you'd expect from okay, that's good. a real yeah. porter. Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just an odder curve than I, I just was unexpecting it. Not unexpecting it. I was not expecting it. That's how words work. Um, cool. <laughs> I think I just started my description of the spear mocking my inability of using words and then ended it with the same yeah. thing. Uh, at least I ended it. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> save me from this. <laughs> um, the, uh, the West Coast Dipper. As you can see, wow, it's clear as fuck. It is, it's probably the clearest beer I have had for a long time. Uh, barely any head on it. Barely either. any head. Um, mm. Doesn't doesn't stick around on that glass much at all. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that is are fun. Yeah, that is one of the clearest oh, uh, dippers. Uh, and as you say, just yeah. beers. There's no, like you seen, show me that, yeah. there's no way I would say it's a dipper. That's I thought like, it was. I thought it was apple juice. No, I mean I, I wouldn't have. But just <laughs> from concentrate it, apple juice, it. it looks like a tea tea. Um, mm. Yeah, but it's got this nice um, sort of caramelly kind of nose to it. Mm. A little bit of sweetness on the nose, uh, but when I tasted it. It still has that that sort of that light caramel kind of touch to it, but mm. it's actually got much more of a sort of like a stewed fruits sort of flavour to it, um, and that kind of comes in in first, mm. and then combined with the kind of that, that caramel, which or a, a, a kind of caramel that almost becomes a bit of a sort of a sickly sweetness. Okay. And combined with these sort of like these these stewed fruits to start off with, it kind of lifts as as the last bit. It lifts in sweetness just a little bit, but actually this kind of like not looking at the at the beer, it it feels almost like sticky. Like it's mm. kind of just a bit. You kind of want to mouth pucker quite a lot from it. Be like, yeah. mm, 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 why am I you know why am I chewing this beer? Um, but it definitely feels a. It's probably the amount of hops that they've put in it to make it that I expect clear so. or something. <laughs> it feels like an odd combination mm. for the for the flavours going on. Mm. So the stewed fruits, and then this yeah this 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 slight sweet sickly sweet kind of caramel coming off. Like if it had been a bit closer to the nose, which is a little bit more. It's got that that caramel note to it, but it's got a little bit of a piney hit to it as well in the nose. If it had been that, I would have I would have loved this beer. Mm. But as it is, it's, you fucking um, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, down the drain, gone. 
I don't have a drain in here. I can't dramatically <laughs> I pour do. it anywhere. Throw it at the I've wall. Ru- yes, Wipe throw it up it later. screen yeah. into Adel's <laughs> sink. Try and pour it in. in I mean, hand it through. I'll, I'll try a sip before you. Yeah. Get it <laughs> at the moment, at the moment, I'm not sold yeah. on it. Um, I think you were already sold on it at the bottle shop. Yeah, I don't know whether the um, the 8.5% is just lifting that, you know, that sweetness. Why maybe that's um, what is kind of putting this off a little bit. Mm. Mm. But I shall have to drink all of it. And so, um, so Ben, so. are you saying that it's just not at the right sweet spot? Hey. Have we got any I'm bitterness exactly to that. it? Um, is it? There is, a, 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 but it's 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 even lighter. You know, it's 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 really light. Mm. I would have expected something a bigger hit as well from a West Coast um, IPA, let alone a West Coast double IPA. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have that heft of bitterness to it. Right. I would have uh, that I would associate with this style That's of beer. Um, mm. You know the, um, the 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 bitterness I was getting off of the um, the, the burning sky, um, which is a pale ale, is more yeah. than I'm getting from from this. Um, this kind of just slowly sort of peters out, mm. um, and I'm kind of again, I'm I, I've not got anything making me reach for this for the glass mm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not forcing me to do so. It's not inviting me to do so. Mm. Um, we swirled around the can a bit, see if there's anything, any goodness in the bottom I mean, of I have, it. and yeah. there's not. There's barely anything in there at all. Mm. Because the clearness would bit like, I mean, there's, make there's me think that there's bit. like no, none of that good old yeast in there. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. Does say what were the ingredients? It just says yeast. <laughs> so I mean, there's, there's there's some yeast in yeah. there. Where's it going? Who knows what kind? Who knows where's it going? <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh. Should we move on? Yeah. Should we um? Should we get back into mm. uh, our topics? Um, I think it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have sweet. a second small one. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to bookend around you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been playing a game which I think a lot of people really liked last year. And you hate um, Modern Warfare? <laughs> no, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, you right. I forgot oh, yeah, you got you that got for uh, the old Xmas. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was gifted to me. Um, I don't know if I like it or not. I'm sorry. How, how many... Yeah. I finished it. So oh. Finished it. <laughs> <Okay>. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Um, I mean, it's... if that's... Oof. Well, that's an indictment, <sighs> isn't it? Yes. I mean... <laughs> and I, I love Star Wars. Yes. I absolutely love Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, I may have been slightly um, knocked with the... Uh, you know, with our date night addle um, a few weeks ago where we uh, went to the cinema to see the, the new film. But um, I just I don't know. There's lots of things about this game which I liked, and there's lots of things about it which I disliked. Uh, so I really enjoyed the um, the combat, the lightsaber combat, and the powers. Once I got my head around all of the different um, button inputs for for everything, um, you know, it, it very cleverly um, puts things like force push and force pull on shoulder buttons. You are um, you're you're tapping face buttons for lifesaver combat, so it, it, it uses the controller very well to allow you to very easily um, feel powerful. 
and build you up um, very quickly in those early stages to feel like you have risen you know you are just or you were a padawan you kind of had to go into hiding because um of the the purge you know the jedi purge and you don't you're not that powerful when you start and it builds you up quite nicely as you as you progress through but that's kind of the thing that's been driving me through just that um, just the, the just the the moment to moment play, yeah. uh, lightsaber battles, using the force, those sorts of things. I didn't care much for the story. I thought that oh. it's, it's it's acted quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting, but it didn't really hold me, and I never really clicked with the characters or wanted to kind of know more about them. There's there's right. there's one character who I thought was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, which um, you encounter on Dathomir. Oh, Dathomir. Um, yeah. So that's part... Oh, right, because of the cartoons, of course, it's part of the canon still. Yes. Because Rebels and Clone Wars are still canon. Yeah, so Clone Wars introduced Night Sisters. Yes. Yes. Um, it's also so, where yeah, Darth so, Maul is from. Yes, yeah, and all of all of them. All you know, the guy who got chopped the in horny half. horny boys... The horny boys in episode I one. I don't know who Darth is. He's the guy that <laughs> the, the, he comes out of both ends, right? Yeah. And he's got a <laughs> he weird... comes out of both ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's probably lots of characters. In I believe you call that the requiem for a dream saber. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's there are some characters that are good. It is it is acted quite well, yeah. but. Just didn't care. Just did not <laughs> care about the story. Um, it didn't pull me in. Yeah. It didn't I, grab not me. Not even with the force? <laughs> <laughs> um, it tried to. Constantly, the character just turns back to the script and says, you will enjoy this. Fucking <laughs> um, hell, I won't. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's... My, the, my, biggest, my biggest issue with it yeah. is that it wants to be a metroidvania and it makes it the most labyrinthian awkward to navigate are you talking uh, about control or uh, jedi fallen order right now <laughs> no mate control at least had fucking fast travel at least jedi with control doesn't. jedi doesn't oh, have fast travel no. which is fine it, it if 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 the traversal is fun then mind yeah, it. But... and exactly if the traversal is fun but you're not always encountering the, the 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 fun platform elements as you're trying to move through things you know i might be uh, I, i'm on a planet and the quickest way to get from this point over to this point which is where i want to explore where i want to go is to take a lift down into the caves and to walk across the a little bit fight a troll and then take another lift up to the next side mm-hmm. And then, you know, run through some stormtroopers or something. And then I'm there. Right. And it just, it doesn't, like, it feels like they've really tried to consider how they've, uh, how they've built these maps and the places that you can go and how you move between spaces, how you get through a, a, an area of platforming to then uh, an enemy encounter. 
the enemies that are coming in at you, you know, how it builds on that, how that levels up, how it challenges you. They've definitely thought about that, mm. but it doesn't have those like quality of life elements to it. So there's no fast travel. Also, uh, Cal, who is your the protagonist? protagonist yeah. it, the protagonist just he he seems to have um, reached a uh, reached his height with the force, mm-hmm. where he can do a load of stuff, but he can't fucking mark on a map anything. <laughs> Or he can't tell his droid to put a marker down. Or he can't force sense where an echo is to be able to go and, you know, get a little bit more exposition. And I, you know, I've told everyone time and time again, I love a little bit more exposition in games told through things like pickups, you know, rather than just collect a star for no fucking reason. I like that things give you a little bit of backstory, that they might not even... They, they tell you someone else's story. You yeah. Know, and, and, and you can chart your way through that and just get little glimpses of what people were doing at yeah. various times in this world. I like that. I like the Tomb but, Raider games. They do that well. Yes, yeah. they do. Um, the Last of Us did it very well as well. Yeah, incredibly well. Um, but this does it well. And I like some of the the writing. I like kind of what it gives you, but I just got to uh, get my droid to open up this three D hollow map, which I think is clever. It, it fits the style of Star Wars very well. To have this kind of very grainy three D hollow map that your droid projects, but all it says is I've I've explored ninety percent of this space. No, it doesn't. Right. Okay, mm. well, how many things are there for me to go and look at? How many different bits of exposition are there for me to see? And where control was very easy to navigate around once you... Don't worry, Lucy, you'll get there. If you keep, give it, another, give it, Just give it another ten hours, you'll be fine, you'll get there. I finished um, it. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, when I was... When I was saying one of the games that I wasn't particularly enjoying and forced myself through control was that game. I, I enjoyed it more towards the end, but I think it'll go down as a like like Zelda. I, I'll come to appreciate it over time, but was just insanely frustrated whilst playing it. Yeah. Mm. Um, don't play Star Wars then. Um, <laughs> it, it, it gives you a That's similar a experience. Mm. It gives you a similar experience to control. It's built in a similar kind of way. Yeah. You know, this very sl- this this. Map system which you progress through has a, a sort of a linear kind of path to it, um, but opens up as you play, uh, opens up later on. You can return back to places to get things. Yeah. So can I just, from what I understand, um, the like Metroidvania part of it is that like certain things you can't access on the planet yes. because you don't have the right powers. And it, yep, one of the things that I heard was a really nice quality of life thing was that the map would be like green, yellow, red for like places you've been, places you can access, places yes. you can't access based on your current power level. Um, yep. But then, so th- I mean, that I think is a really smart move, especially for like, I mean, it, it's trying to do some Dark Souls stuff, but also trying to be a wide release open to a bunch of people. I think that's a really great thing to like allow people to have the more interesting combat but not get stuck because they don't know where the fuck they're going because this isn't a Dark Souls game. But then yeah, and it from what I maybe correct me if I'm wrong but from what I've heard because I haven't played the game um, almost all of those things uh, that you go back to planets for are like bullshit cosmetics. Like there's no reason you need to yeah, do ponchos. the backtracking. 
Yeah. Oh, is that I find case? that incredibly really? frustrating to hear that they made it easier for you to know when you need to go back or what, what you where you need to go because you now have Power X, but also you don't need to go there because even though now you can get to a new place, really? it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I thought you might get because wow, I thought you'd be backtracking because that would progress the story. More, you'd have to yeah, progress yeah. the story. Occasionally, yes. Right, okay. Occasionally, it does do that. So you do return back to uh, planets when you have a new power, mm-hmm. and that takes you down that critical path. Oh, okay, that's all right. But there then. may be other places yeah. on that planet, or other planets, once you've done that, that you can then go to, that then unlock based on the, mm-hmm. the power that you have just got. Uh, but on all of those side paths, which may be really awkward to get to, mm-hmm. Yes, you are getting a different coloured poncho or a different skin for the ship. You're not um, upgrading your or, character or some or of that ex- like, some of that exposition as well. So getting some of that exposition, you do also get um, life and force okay. um, upgrades. So if you collect three of them, your life will go up a little bit, oh, or your okay. force will go up a little bit. So do you think it's needed, or can in... you get through the game without these things? Um, I didn't. You know, unlike Control, mm. which I explored everything on, I platinumed it, I went everywhere, I did everything I could possibly do. With this, I haven't. I haven't gone, oh, there's this door I can go to over in this area. Um, the, the one thing I really uh, wanted to do was once I'd finished the game, um, I went back to one of the planets and explored one of the like Venator class um, ships, which is sort of um, pre-Imperial Cruiser, you know, um, prequel level Imperial Cruiser, that after, when Order 66 happened, when all the clones went against the other, this would then crash down onto the planet, and you can go into the ship and explore through it, and you can't get go into it until you get a double jump. Right. Um, and I'm like, right, I actually want to go and see what's in that. I want the exposition, I want to know why this has crashed down onto this this planet? Did a you know was it the last stand of a Jedi to just crash the fucking ship into the planet? Did it all go wrong? Like what what why is this here? Why did this crash down? So I did go back and it basically gives me one path through the ruins of the ship, and there's a few little bits that you can go off and do, and you get a few encounters and stuff. And then when I got to the end of that, that's where I put the pad down and stopped playing. Mm. Right. I thought I okay that didn't it didn't give me enough. Yeah. I don't care enough to now go back to this planet and explore that extra bit. I don't mm. care enough to go back to this planet and explore that extra little bit. Yes, I could bring the map up and I can see where I can now go based on the powers I've got, but I just don't want yeah. to. Yeah. It just isn't pulling me in enough That's to fair. do that. Yeah. What what difficulty did you play it on? And um what was the other question I was going to ask? What difficulty do you play on? Because <laughs> we've forgotten the other question. <laughs> um, I started on... Oh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, I think there's four difficulties, and I started on the third one. Okay. So, as, I think there's basically, like, easy, normal, hard, and then brutal. Yeah. And I started on hard. Okay. And I shifted it down... Yep. at one point because I couldn't get through an area mm. and then once I got through that area I shifted it back up oh that's good that you can do it on the fly 
It's yeah. not like you have yeah. to restart your game. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. that's and one of the played... best things about modern gaming is allowing you to flexibly but, but, yeah. adjust. But even yeah, some still do. It's like you need to restart your game. It's like go yeah. away, I, or your game could die <laughs> in a fire, and I'll play a million other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I played about uh, up to about the halfway point okay. on yeah. on hard, that's, that's and good. then shifted it back down again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard because at that point, soulsy. again, at that point, I didn't want the challenge. Yeah, I just, wanted, I just to, wanted to get through. Yeah, it. Yeah, just I wanted like to get through it in the end. That's um, and the, the, I think with all of this criticism that I'm throwing at it, mm-hmm. my biggest criticism is I don't know why they've chosen to go that Dark Souls route and respawn all of the enemies mm-hmm. every time you hit a bonfire. I don't. It, story-wise, it doesn't make sense. Why? Why would that happen? Well, the Empire Sorry, has yeah. an infinite amount of child soldiers. <laughs> yes, 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 they do. That just and <laughs> I can understand. I can understand when you go back to that planet. It would, re- yeah, they, they, it would, re- yeah. they would replenish their soldiers there yeah. because they may have made another push for you know mm. the next resistance I mean, slash point to take it out. If I had a fucking empire and someone like slaughtered a fuck a ton of people I'd be like oh well I need to replace those people otherwise the locals yeah. will just and I'll put more yeah. there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah in fact sense. what would be really cool is if after you slaughtered your way through and the plot progressed it, it was like harder enemies or more enemies because if you think from the perspective of the Empire they'd be like I need to replace these people like that fucker might come back and we need to be ready because mm. if we lose control of this planet then people are going to notice and that's bad for the Empire yep. so now suddenly Absolutely. there's like a bunch of real badass guys. Yeah, they're probably just following a trend, like just yeah. trying to get that. But it's weird because it's like Star Wars is such a, you know, widely known property, and mm. Souls games, even though they sell well, are still yeah, well, but, well particularly niche. You know, so. yeah, it's like there's still no one outside of gaming knows what the fuck a Souls game is. Yeah, even exactly. if it's a big yeah. movement in gaming. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these are Timmy totally different barometers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. But he'll want to play Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a shame. I was I was going to wait for it on EA Access, but um, just like Battlefront 2, it'll probably come out yeah. and I'll still never play it anyway. But, um. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to. I'd, I was hoping it would be more like, you know, a bit Tomb Raider-y. But, um, yeah, it just seems like it could have... Some of the design d- decisions that went into the game are a bit strange, but... Mm. It, Seems fun enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, have they it patched all the jank it, yet? Or no, no, oh, it's got dear. a it's got a lovely level of jank. Mm. Some of the textures, um, you know, especially especially the Wookies, look like <laughs> when they first, Crap. you know, when they first put that initial asset in. They're like, oh, we we built a Wookie as a as a placeholder asset, <laughs> and they just never updated it. Um, there's 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 some texture issues, and I don't know whether that's just because yeah. I'm playing on a base PS4 rather than. I think matter. everyone's. I think no, 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 I, I think everyone's agree. had that. Um, I those completely issues, agree. So. It shouldn't matter. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, shame. Um, well, I mean, I, just, so stick to just, better Metroid games with 2D maps that make so, sense, <laughs> like at, Resident Evil and Bloodstained and Luigi's Mansion. Uh, My top three games, all good uh, maps. Maybe that's why. As is my right, uh, I am going to invoke the review roundup. Uh, because Ooh. there are two reviews on a read that are negative on Steam. Uh, one by Poots9S, which says... Boring. 
Is that it? Set. The next They played 26.9 hours of this game and had a negative review that was boring. Well, it kept your attention for 26... Um, maybe that was... This is Steam, yeah. Maybe it was I, idle hours. Maybe they were so bored, they fell they asleep. Turned, just turned it on and left <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and then the second one I'll bring up is uh, by Komanasai. Um, only five hours on record, and it says, If you want to play as Ron Weasley flailing a lightsaber at oversized beetles that are no more than capable of slaughtering you while also keeping the mindset that you are saving, rebuilding the Jedi Order... This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that character does look a bit dirty. He, do- <laughs> he doesn't look mm. like he has any substance in, um, and that's really what put me off when I first. Yeah, I mean, yes. saw ba- the basically, game. almost yeah. mo- almost all the actual Steam reviews were about how it it, it released really broken on PC. Mm. So I figured oh, I would just go with um those. I, I really like Poots 9S. I'm going to have to look into whatever else they've fucking reviewed because, oof, that, that brevity. I bet, I bet of the games he likes, he's just going to put fun. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, it's going to be fun. not boring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, the joy of Steam users. Steam um, yeah, so let's move on from Star Wars. Right, yeah. I think oh, the whole yeah. world should, to be honest. Well, I mean, there was big, there was a big hype around it, based on the fact that Respawn were making it, mm. and kind of after it released, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, you know, EA, you should just make let Vince Sampella, you know, be in charge of fucking all Star Wars properties mm. moving forward." Uh, yeah, They've only got the license uh, for like two more years, don't they? Yeah, I mean. Uh. And then it's three just, more years. It's just, just make time for free, you know, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. Well, when they lose that Star Wars license, yes, mm. Respawn will be back to Titanfall three, and it would have gone out of people's minds, you know, because it'd be ten years down the line. Everyone would go, oh yeah, I remember that game. Maybe I'll play this. Mm. I mean, the only way they're ever going to relaunch—not relaunch, but get another Titanfall game—is just by. Um, continuously developing um, Apex yeah, Legends, you know, sure. within within that universe, staying within that universe, you know, as soon as they drop Apex Legends, I think that that is that that kind of that universe, that franchise is is done. Yeah, I agree because um, it was done in yeah. Titanfall Two, really. Yeah, that didn't sell. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was um, like the so. third best uh, first person shooter of twenty sixteen. <laughs> The third best. Yeah, behind uh, Super Hot and Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, makes sense. And yeah, Infinite Warfare fun. and Battlefield 1 were very good that year also, so that was a crazy yeah. good year for FPS. Shit, was that the same year? Yeah. Because it came out between oh, Infinite it did. and it had the, the, the most shitty of all release dates. Mm. Like, you're no, like, no, why no, were no. you doing right, this? Was it the f- Rise of the Tomb Raider came out on the same day as, like, Metal Gear, so... Don't forget mm. about that. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes, mm. sent out to die. Yep. A slow, slow, painful death. Uh, Adol. Yes. You've got another little topic. Oh what yeah, came out I on just wanted to let if people fall. haven't figured out by Friday when this comes out because I mean today. Um, 
What came out on the same day? I just wanted to comment on uh, the Final Fantasy VII Episode One remake uh, being delayed by a month. It was supposed to come out March 3rd. Now it's going to come out sometime in April. And uh, luckily in the spheres of gaming, I expose myself to... Ooh, that sounds bad. That's not what I meant. Regret. Regret. It's a thing I have. Um, uh, Everyone's been pretty like, good, that means there's no crunch. Or like they're acknowledging that Mm -hmm. you can't get things done. and, And also, so like, hopefully if this means that they're not being super crunchy... They might be, uh, they just might be behind schedule. But also, let's not release a broken game. Um, hopefully, it's a little bit of both. Um, yeah. So that I would just bring this up as as a as a thing because it's becoming. I mean, so Square's really good. Square does this often, like they pushed back FF15 as well. Um, mm. But like, I wanted to bring it up as this won't be a big deal. Like, yeah, there's going to be this like. Small subset of gamers like, what the fuck? I wanted this on March third. Where? How will Aerith be my waifu now? Um, <laughs> but other than that, like people will just buy it a month later. Like, yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to bring it up as a, you know, I do, I can't claim that this is a positive, non toxic work environment because I don't know the back end. But like, mm-hmm. it's so refreshing to just be like. Nope, needs more time in the oven. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I still think it's odd that we're getting a... We've got so many huge releases coming out in the final year of this current console cycle. We know that the new consoles are coming out at the end of this year um, for both PlayStation and Xbox, or it's it's assumed that both of them... Um, What's the name of the new Xbox again? New Xbox? Xbox Xbox Series X. Xbox Sex. Xbox Sex. Mm. Wait, no. Not Sexbox. Xbox Sex. Sex. Sex Xboner. Oh my god. Xbox Series. What's wrong with fucking Microsoft? I don't know. I mean, I called the last one the Xbox One X with three capital X's. Wasn't it the triple 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 X? After 360, they should have just called it the Xbox Free. I mean, 360 was a stupid. Let's actually, yeah. like, let's face this. 360 was a dumbass fucking name. They should just call it the Xbox yeah. Two. They, they like, painted themselves yeah. into the stupid corner. Let's, ago, let's. I'm sure that this is well trodden ground, but still, when you start at a point and you go 360 degrees, you're at the same fucking point. <laughs> yep. So the Xbox 360 is really just an Xbox. It's not it's even meant to a be two. all encompassing. It was a ring no, around. It just it. It was like a spun around for a spell. <laughs> uh, but the 360 was actually good. So. Yeah, I just think the naming was always broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have gone with like Xbox Nine O'clock, it was di- <laughs> something like that. Just one eighty seven twenty. To be honest, 360 was a distinct name, but it, they messed it up really when they went to Xbox. Yeah, 360 stupid anyway, but. It's really stupid going back to Xbox One. That's where they yes. really messed up. <laughs> but that whole thing was a mess, so it was really surprising. It was, and, and you know they could have just gone with the Xbox A, and okay, then just B, had A One and A Two, Xbox B, 
And then every iteration of that could have just been B2, B3, B4, <sighs> you know B5, what? Xbox C. It doesn't just matter. Call it Nobody's going to box. The people who are going to buy it know it's called the Xbox Series X. You know? Yeah. Everyone else, little Jimmy isn't going to get an Xbox Series X for Christmas this year, is he? He's going to get mm. a PlayStation 5. So it's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I. I on the on the topic, I, I still think it's crazy that we're getting all of these huge releases in this final year. Um, final Fantasy now moving a little bit closer to Cyberpunk, so it's it's less of a you can pick up this game and then play it for a bit and then move on to the next kind of big release and play for a bit. You know, they're both coming out very very close to each other. Um, two, and two of, of my two coming out very close games. as well, mm. and I think they probably are two of a lot of people's. You know, if you if you like these big budget AAA games, the Final Fantasy remake and um, Cyberpunk have been uh, pushed. They've been hyped. They are very much uh, they're from reliable the studios of games as well. media. Yes, RPGs. Okay, and a lot of people maybe aren't that hot on those. Uh, but who doesn't like rocket propelled grenades? Yes, uh, Trump. He doesn't like them. Uh, um, does he know <laughs> what they are? Um, <laughs> no, he definitely thinks of Final Fantasy when when you say RPG. I don't um, think you want to know what he thinks of when he hears Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh. Um, I I think that, you know Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy Remake they live in a similar space. Yeah. So that is um, getting it that little bit closer to it, you know with those two releases kind of doesn't really sit very well for me. Um, it just seems a bit of a uh, of a misstep. I think if they were going to hold it and if if it needs more time, absolutely hold it. Just don't make what? your people work into the ground, but just wait another month. They've probably just been working into the ground for like month. ten years. Yeah, so oh, this, this oh, is why I'm like, I want to call this non-crunch. It's it might be extended mm. crunch, and that matters, right? Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah. sorry, when is this coming out? March. It was supposed to be March. Now no, it it's was April March. something. Mm. Oh, a month. Yeah, they're pushing back. Okay, off. I thought it would have been pushed back several. I. Well, we you know a lot of times when games are pushed back, it might be that they only need a polish. Uh, you know a week's worth of um, additional bug fixes and things. Yeah, I mean, but if, because if of the you way don't need that, a day one patch, games are printed. Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's to do with when they can get into when they can get their code to the factory for the discs to be pressed. Yeah. So if you miss your window, mm. you've then got to wait for the next window yeah. to open up to, to to get your disc pressed. And with all of these big releases, because they're not digital only, they can't just be, you know, they can't say, right, code's ready, go. Yeah. They have to wait for that date. Mm. So Cut Connor in line first to get out Resident Evil 3. <laughs> they were like, we've, we've booked up the factory. Resident 3, Resident 3 as well, super close to these two. So, again, another game which kind of, it doesn't quite, but it sort of does live in that same space. Um, and I, I, I There'll think be more delays. Final Fantasy and Cyberpunk are three games which will have a similar uh, player base, yeah. which will be bought by the same people, 
one of those games is going to miss out. And I think it might be Resi 3. I think, but, I think as you say, Lucy, are, more things will be delayed. Yeah. To be honest, Cyberpunk. everyone's going to be Cyberpunk's. growing apples in Animal Crossing and won't see the light of day, so they will have no interest <laughs> in playing anything. And I'll have played Doom, hopefully, by then, and I'll just be like, hopefully, yeah, I'll just yes. see everyone else fall over each other to try and <laughs> vie for the spotlight. I mean, I can, I can see, I can see delays all through this year. I mean, um, The Last of Us has been delayed already, mm. so that's coming out later in the year than it was originally because it was, it was meant to be towards the end of February, I think, that that was going to yeah. release. And that pushed back to April as well. And then maybe, maybe. yeah. They, it's they, they be do- busy. Like we we were saying it's a busy mm. spring, but actually it's like a busy ten days. Yeah. yeah. It's that. What was it last year? January twenty first or something like that. When about ten games were all going to release. Oh yeah, it was February, wasn't it? Day. Wasn't it like Anthem yeah. and Metro and some yes. other stuff? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Crackdown probably. <laughs> yeah, and everyone just kind of went. Yeah. <laughs> all these games are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. I mean, w- one thing I will say with Cyberpunk <laughs> is. Um, Thanks to the Witcher TV uh, show and it going on Games Pass, yeah, uh, so the, yeah. the most concurrent Witcher players, Witcher three players, mm, was in December, and I think <laughs> that's, that's given that it's such a quality game. Like I think it's shining a new light on Cyberpunk that from people who are more dabblers, because I like if your first time playing The Witcher three was this. December 2019, you're obviously not like like us. You're not paying attention to how much praise this has gotten year on year, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's basically me. So, like you and Ben, you mean. Well, no, I mean, I mean in I've the tried, sense of... I tried The Witcher. I mean, I might, you, I might but no, try it again. You knew about it years ago, and you chose not to play oh, yeah. it then, and you chose not to play it in December. That's <laughs> yes. the point. Like, the people who chose, like, oh, I'll take a look. Like, you still haven't, right? I, I, I picked it up in like 2016 and then it crashed and then I never went back to it. Yeah. So so like, I, I you're not in this it. population because you knew about it. I'm not the it's cool not your kids. scene. Okay. I'm not cool. I'm going to try it though. I do want to Lucy. Now just, that I'm just, off work, I, I want to give it a good go this yeah. time. Turn turn the internet off. Turn mm. your phone off. And just live in live in your pit for a while. Yeah, live in squalor and just switch around. A week. Yeah. Don't you yeah, mean like a year. That game's like a no, hundred no, hours long. You're not allowed to sleep. You're not allowed to eat. <laughs> Just play it straight. People have week. died like playing CS:GO for like seventy-two hours straight. I'm gonna die playing The Witcher. Oh, I am. <laughs> so on on PlayStation, you can if you go to like PlayStation.com mm. or something like that, you can uh, log in and it will tell you a lot of your stats from last year. <laughs> There's no point in me doing that. It would tell you. <laughs> it would tell you how many hours you've played, yeah. um, but it also interestingly tells you how many days you have played. And I mean, that might be only for five minutes or something. Okay. But it will log yeah. once you've you know once you've connected in and you've played a game. Right. And it also told me my um, uh, longest gaming session. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so. Uh, and, a, and a friend uh, put me onto this, and he messaged me um, 
uh, message uh, you know the group chat we've got going on about everyone that kind of enjoys games and um, he said oh I've, I've just done this on the PlayStation I played for 360 hours in total over the year and I'm like okay that's, that seems so, like quite a lot yeah, it's like so I did mine days. and I was yeah, I was at 1600 hours in played in last year. Is that like including like apps in though? A sandwich. I don't like, know. It's, it, I, I don't it, it, know. I think I don't it know has to. Includes <laughs> Netflix. Oh, I'm sure it includes Netflix like and Spotify because it's just using the fucking thing. That makes yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So you definitely uh, didn't have longest... those hours to spare in, in your <laughs> yeah. waking life. Otherwise, yeah, I'd, um, I'd send my, help. My, Longest session was seven hours. What were you playing? I've got no. It didn't didn't tell me what game that was. You fell asleep I, watching I, I Deep Pride Masters on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I've got no idea when I I had yeah. or could have possibly had a seven hour session. I'm, I'm sure. That probably that just. I'm sure you something. played games and then you like put Spotify on right afterwards or something like that. Well, it, it, I mean, it may have been Netflix into a game and then Netflix yeah. again. Yeah. You know. You know what's. Uh, I'm surprised. I really hope on PlayStation Five they do compartmentalize these stats because it's like mm. Switch does that now and Xbox have been doing this for since the beginning of time. It's like yeah. I can see. Oh, how long have I spent on Netflix on Xbox? I can just look that up so easily. Or how long have I spent on Hitman? Three hundred hours, easy. I can just see it just like that. So, I hope. But they build something into the system. Sony are taking the 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 casino approach, aren't they? Turn off, turn off all the lights. Don't put in any windows. Don't put any clocks anywhere. Yeah. And just let people play for as long as they yeah, keep playing. Yeah, but you want to see those for. stats. Don't tell them. Don't tell you know? them how long. It, yeah, absolutely. Loads yeah. of us do. Because like Loads not of us not see that. every game has an in-game character as well. But it's like mm. just, just let me see it from a system level. You well, know? you say that at least now. Um, you know, when The Witcher mm. Three first came out, it had an in-game clock about how long you've been playing for, but it was broken that when you put the PlayStation into uh, suspend mode mm. it continued to count those hours Oh, and people over like the first three days yeah. had played 70 hours <laughs> of the original. like we I definitely haven't yeah. played this much of this game but because you had it in suspend and right. it still was ticking over uh, so when someone said oh I played 120 hours of the Witcher after you know a week they they hadn't, mm. right? You know, How just, do you know they hadn't? Work, they, they might have. You never mm, know. That's true. They may have, they may have. <laughs> I'm just besmirching them for no reason. Yeah, I have no proof. These people are. No there true. are many people who have nothing else to do in this world. Just remember, <laughs> <laughs> and I envy them. <laughs> oh dear! Right, should we finish there for this week? Yeah, yeah. probably. Good, Adol. You had two beers. Yes, I uh, did. Burnt. Burnt Mill and uh, Burning Sky. Two Bs. Which B did you prefer? You ben, know, obviously. Yeah. Tough choice. Um, <laughs> I really like the robust porter. It's exactly what I was looking for. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just like that. Is That's that, your uh, favourite. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. It's the oh. Burnt the first. <laughs> 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 There's the bait. There's the switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so it was a really good porter, uh, but I felt it just didn't do quite enough other things. Like, it just faded a little quickly. Uh, it did what I wanted a porter to do, but what while the Burnt Mill Beyond the Furs Pale Ale, just ha- it was more interesting, um, and the interestingness lasted throughout the entire taste curve. So, like, the Centennial was really forward. I actually thought it'd be more Citra forward, um, but actually the Citra was kind of... By the end, I was like, oh, actually, I see now. Right at sort of, like, after the main... Before, like, we're just in the finish, after the main taste is gone, I am getting more grapefruity stuff. That's clearly the Citra hops coming into play. Um, there, but it, was, it wasn't like the Citra and Centennial were fighting. Uh, in fact, to the point where the Citra was kind of understated. But, like, at no point was I like, oh, yeah, this is what's going on. It's like, oh, now what am I tasting? Mm. And... I mean, this is just what I like. I like a, a, a rich, different, differentiated um, taste curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that uh, while the robust porter was robust, and I really liked the like roastedness of the malts and like the hardiness of the porter. If you gave me something similar, I'd be like, "Yeah, I will take that instead of this." And then versus the Burt Miller, would be like, I kind of want to try another one of these. Mm. Uh, I want to see how how much I missed out on that Citra Centennial trade-off because I only noticed it sort of near the end of the pint uh, or the can, and I would definitely go for another one just to be like, okay, so now that I know where things are, let me focus on it. Mm. And the Robust Porter was robust, but like, again, a little little wet and uh, a little plain on the finish, and ultimately that's what I'm just going to say. Like, they're both really good beers, but... The one was more dynamic, and that's what I aim for almost all the time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think I, I I feel similarly um, about uh, about mine, uh, and I'm going to pick the uh, the Burning Sky um, Indecision Time as my favorite this week. Uh, again, because I think that the the taste curve is doing something interesting, um, and it's not that it was just doing something interesting; it, that it worked. Right. So I enjoyed the the, the first um, few flavors I was getting from it. Mm. Could see that yes, I can see why this is sweetened very slightly with that coconut, that sabro kicking in, and then that bitterness just balancing it all back out again, and um, giving me a nice rounded finish to this beer. The uh, the Bibliotheca North collaboration did grow on me as I drank it. Yep. Uh, I got less of those stewed fruits, a little bit more of those multi notes, you know, that caramel coming in a little bit more. The, the sweetness did stick around, so maybe that 8.5% just showing uh, a, a little bit kind of as I drank it. But I, I think as a full package, the um, indecision time just worked really well and uh, was a, uh, a beer that I'd be more than happy to have you know just kept drinking yeah. this evening right um it's it's not often that we actually drink pale ales really on the podcast you know we we drink uh, especially at this time of year we're sort of like into stouts and porters um not reaching for pale ales very much because they don't quite give us uh you know the same warmth and comforts yeah. and things yes yes, yes. that um that, you know that those ports and stouts do. Mm. So um, I think it's really good that uh, I, I found a pale ale that 
it, it's just given me kind of everything that I wanted. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, but yeah, it just works very well. So yes, the Burning Sky Indecision Time, Simcoe Sabro. Because it did say that it changes the brew. Each brew changes to highlight um, individual New World hops. So it's the Simcoe Sabro version that I'm picking this week. Nice. So that leads us very neatly into uh, everybody getting in touch and talking to us mm. which you won't do but you should you should get in touch mm. with us you can do so in lots of different ways Lucy mm. how do people chat to you uh, I am Juicy Loose 9 everywhere and a uh, small correction um, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out on the same day as Fallout 4 that's why I got buried. Oh. It was Mad uh, Max okay. that came out the same day as gotcha. uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, was it? Yes. Again, a very overlooked buried. game. Mm, yeah, buried mm. some bad releases all around. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Juicy Loose Nine. If you want to, <laughs> all the talk to <laughs> me about game stuff, like uh, I've been subscribing to RSS feeds of just video game stuff, and it's. News is crazy. Video games are crazy. There's always <laughs> something new every day. Something's always on fire every day. Yes, something is always on fire. Mm. Yeah, That's you absolutely can't, true. can't argue yeah. with that. Mm. I mean, Australia, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, loads, loads of things. California, uh, loads of places. Uh, Adol, how do people talk to you? Uh, with their mouths. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can reach me uh, at the Omniarch on all of the things except Twitch, but I don't use that, so who cares? Instagram, Twitter, even Mixer. Facebook. I think I'm at the Omniarch. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah. Um, I, Steam thingy, PlayStation. Those bits. Yeah, yeah those I even are. am at the Omniarch on Xbox, even though I don't own an Xbox anymore. You'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to have that little mini fridge in my uh, my room. You know what the thing is? It's it's <laughs> it's not even. I mean, I don't know if you had a. Did you have the original Xbox? Yeah, you had the original Xbox. So there's nothing bigger than that. That thing could mm. sink a ship. Um, yes, but, but that's it's bigger than my printer. <laughs> my printer is an it's bigger A3 than my fucking ginormous <laughs> printer. <laughs> but um, it, it's not. It's not actually taller than like the Xbox One X and S it's really? just a lot girthier yeah it's it, it's a unit it's like it's it's not actually that big when you have a look at it it's just it looks like a tank right a lot of beef in a very small area mm. Mm. and every everyone will tell you it's all about girth um you can get me at nova underscore 47 Almost everywhere mm. on the places that I exist, uh, we are at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also go to outlives.net to look at lots of other articles, listen to our premier, premium, I can't think of another P, um, Perf- podcast, perfect. comedy, perfect yeah. comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, this, next, this next, act. next act. Yeah, which next week will be uh, featuring me as the host. Oh, my. The first time I did stand-up comedy is uh, next week's episode. So if you're interested in hearing me fumble jokes and make people groan <laughs> with bad puns, 
even more so than I do now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, t- tune in. Is that what our listeners take from this? Like, we enjoy Adam's, we enjoy Adam's puns. Go and listen to this next yeah. act. Yeah, good. I mean, that one episode. Uh, every other episode, I make the occasional joke as while I uh, announce the host, but mostly it's the host and the comics jokes. They're very funny. Yes. Bristol has a great comedy scene. If you like stand up or are interested in it, it's it's a good podcast. I really stand by it. Even yeah, though I it is it is it is fun. It is fun. And even when um, things, even when the, the 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 comedians are a little more visual, um, whether they bring aids or um, they're just just acting on. I, I think stage. most of them are only HIV positive. I don't think they're actually. Nah. <laughs> and that's the level of comedy you can expect. Oh dear! Uh, I'm the worst. Sorry. No, luckily I'm not. I I don't make the jokes, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the next episode coming out, not for the rest of them. We'll be going forward. Good. So for another week, we have been tanked up. Bye bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>